Welcome to Bicycle Retail Radio, the bicycle industry podcast that brings retailers, vendors, advocates, and thought leaders to the mic for honest discussions about the latest issues facing retailers while taking an in-depth look at the person within the profession. Welcome to the Friday Flex version of Bicycle Retail Radio, produced by the National Bicycle Dealers Association. The Friday Flex is a weekly pointed digest of inspirational and actionable insights you can implement today to take your business to the next level. This is MBDA President Heather Mason. The MBDA is a nonprofit supported by the membership of participating retailers and industry partners. If you're not already a member, you can learn more and join online at mbda.com. In today's Flex, we continue to share retailer responses from the 2023 NBDA Retailer Excellence Awards. Earlier this month, we announced the 82 retailers who were awarded this distinct honor. You can view the full list on our website, nbda.com backslash REA. The application process of this award featured a lengthy multiple question survey that asked retailers to deeply analyze several areas of their operations. For the past several flexes, we have shared answers direct off the application from retailers on specific topics. Our hope is that this creative thought ideas might spark an idea or two of your very own. Today, we're going to close the series out, highlighting answers to the question, how is your staff maximizing the profit potential of every bike that comes in for service? Just like we have, we're going to randomly pick five answers to share. And here we go. From Bicycle World in New York, they write, we completely just revamped our service levels and pricing this season. We found that we were spending so much time and labor on cleaning bikes that we decided to finally charge for that service. We now have three levels of tune-ups. The level one includes all the mechanicals. Level two includes all the mechanicals and a basic cleaning. And level three includes all the mechanicals and a detailing. What we've seen so far is that no one has objected to the price increases and almost no one is choosing the level one. We think it's going to be a great year for our service department. Awesome. The Hub Cycling writes, we make sure that when a bike is being checked in for service, we listen to the customer and highlight the things that they are concerned about with their bike so that those specific items are not overlooked. We then recommend one of our service packages that we believe will address their concerns or recommend a la carte items in the event that they don't need a full tune-up. We strive to provide a quote to the customer before they leave so they know what to expect to pay when they pick up their bike. Common wear items such as chain, cassette, grips, handlebar tape, brake pads, and tires get inspected for wear anytime a bike comes in for service. We use a checklist and go through it with the customer to give them an understanding on their bike's condition. Awesome response to the hub. Thank you so much. The next one comes from Bikes Plus, and they write, the key here is having in place a process that becomes routine, a system to track work being done, and a reporting system that tracks the profitability of our process. Much of our service process has been previously detailed. When a bike is brought in for service, it is checked over before a work order is created. 
The purpose of this process is to first ensure that the customer's issue is identified. But additionally, there may be items that require attention that may not have been obvious to the customer. For example, we always check the chain for wear. Excessive chain wear can cause issues in the future. Tires may need replacing. Cables shift but are sluggish and need replacement. Bar tape may be wearing and need refreshing. This visual inspection can bring issues to the service before the customer leaves the store. We have a service checklist that can help newer employees follow our process. We try to avoid surprising the customer when the service is performed. By using the light speed work order process with several customizations made, the service staff is able to scan and add parts to the work order as repairs are made. This ensures that nothing is forgotten during the repair process. We even have a skew for shop supplies consumed during a service package, like cleaners, paper towels, lube, etc. When a service package is added to a work order, this skew is automatically added. Beyond the standard service packages, we have SKUs assigned for a la carte items. This is a comprehensive list that includes items such as brake adjustments, wheel truing, cable replacements. This is helpful for part-time employees to generate profitable sales, even when a service technician is not available. Bikes Plus, you are awesome. What a great detailed response. Let's keep rolling. Just a couple more to share here. The next is from Cadence Cyclery. We take each service ticket as an opportunity to serve the customer's interest, but also build a robust service ticket to benefit our interests as well. We have equipped our staff with a service menu that can act as a script to disseminate the included services to the customer at each price point. And finally, this one's great. It really breaks down a scheduling a service tech's time. So this one comes from Mountain Bike Specialists. They write, we use a service writer that uses a spreadsheet to keep track of how many hours we schedule for each mechanic each day. That way, we know how many billable hours we can schedule for each day and when that day is full and when we need to start scheduling repairs for the following day. This lets us accurately let the customers know when their repair will be ready. We base the number of billable hours per mechanic on studies that helped us determine how much work can be done per day without the quality of the work suffering. If we schedule too much work, the mechanics will rush through it. The quality gets poor and we have people return with their bikes. If we schedule too few hours, then we aren't profitable. We shoot for 65% billable hours for a mechanic working an eight-hour day. That is 5.25 hours, and that is very doable by all of our mechanics. They feel good about themselves when they are done early. They can take breaks throughout the day to stay energized and can usually do an extra repair without the quality suffering. As far as the time taken per repair, we conduct efficiency studies to see how long it takes our mechanical mechanics to complete a given repair. We then take the average of the times 
and assign a flat rate unit of time for that given repair. And this is what we use to assign our flat rate service prices based on our hourly rate. The goal is to get all of our mechanics to be able to improve their skills so they can complete the repair in that time or less, thus making that repair profitable. Each repair has a set amount of time it should take, and the mechanics all know what that is because it is listed in each work order. Each individual service has a set unit of time, and the units of time for each service are totaled for every work order, so there is a time expectation for each service and the total repair. If mechanics are getting through the assigned workload every day, they are meeting our expectations. If not, we try to address why they are less efficient and less productive. Wow. <laughs> Mountain bike specialist, that is a great detailed example response on how to really plan your scheduling to make sure your service department is operating to full profitability. I absolutely love sharing these creative responses with our listeners. The 2024 Retailer Excellence Awards program will kick off in the spring 2024. I do truly hope you take part in it. Thank you for listening. Let's go get after it. You got this today. Some great ideas here. The MBDA, we extend our thanks to our membership base. Membership is open to retailers, industry suppliers, advocacy groups, organizations, and individuals. If you're not already a member, today is the day. Do so online, nbda.com. Your membership helps us continue to promote Bicycle Retail Radio, continue to educate our retailers, continue to advocate for retailers. Right on the website, you'll see our full list of events coming up soon. You can also sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to be a hero today, go ahead and love a review. I love the five-star reviews. I love the actual comments. Go ahead, be my hero, leave a review. Thank you for listening. Now go be great. Thank you for listening to Bicycle Retail Radio. This podcast is designed specifically for the bicycle industry, dedicated to strengthening our retailers and cycling community. If it is your first episode, we urge you to take the time and listen to our past episodes. Support the show by first subscribing, then share your favorite episode online with friends. You can go one step further and leave a review. It helps members of our industry find our podcast. Special thanks to NBDA Development Director Rochelle Scouten for editing and promotional graphics. Music provided by Joel Picard.